following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Let's talk, but no politics okay. Proudly dedicates all episodes to the loving memory of Constant Chirac, who was one of the biggest supporters of the show. And we like to say thank you for everything that you have done. Excuse me, is this the line to listen to the new episode of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay on the BICBP Radio Network? Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, it's not going to take too long. Um, do you know who's sponsoring them? Oh, I see it right there. Now it's time to shake the house with the C&D Music Factory. Oh, what? What Give it, give it. It's so hot, it's cool. So good, it's bad. Time for a really big show. This is so Come on, move your feet to the funky beat of the hippest crew in town. The Rescue Rangers. Check local TV listings for time and channel. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk and No Politics Okay here on the BICBP Radio Network. I'm your host, Andrew Lenz, and today, for the second week in a row, we got Mr. Johnny Townsend of Let's Spin the Wheel of Podcast. <laughs> Take your pick. Take your pick. <laughs> Let's go from panel discussion. Let's go panel oh, discussion. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's my newest baby. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, Ch-ch-ch-ch-chip and Dale. Yeah. Uh, Rescue Rangers. I'm very excited today, Andrew, for our d- topic. I, I am too, because when I found when I found they were doing this movie, I was like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And because uh, this is my second favorite Disney afternoon afternoon show. Yes, I am there with you as well. Yeah. Second favorite uh, for me to, uh, you know, I liked them all. So I'm not going to say like like I didn't like any of them, but uh, it's probably, I I have a hierarchy of Disney afternoons for sure. Number one for me was Darkwing Duck. That's my number one. The number two, and it's, and these are all very close, by the way. It's not, there's no landslides here. Uh, Number two is Chippendale. And then following really close behind it is DuckTales. Like they're right neck and neck. See, I'm, I got DuckTales, Chippendale. And then Tailspin. See, I love Tailspin, too. So I yeah. feel like I'm uh, disgracing Tailspin when that was one I definitely watched all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used the Darkwing Duck. Uh, it's dangerous thing yeah. for, Let's get dangerous. Yeah. for our NFL trivia because there's a Russell Wilson's nickname is Dangerous. Oh, yes. So yeah. I wanted to, you know, this guy has a say. He also has a his nickname as a Darkwing Duck's catch slogan. And so... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are like, what? <laughs> See, I would have got that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, I'm not an NFL guy, but I would have got the <laughs> the saying for sure. That's what I was trying to, <laughs> trying to do. But Chippendale Rescue Rangers, very iconic. They come out with this film. Uh, before you even watched it, were you psyched or not psyched? Very psyched. This, is again, is a show that I grew up on, so I loved it. Uh, you know, we do this thing, too, where we uh, did we need this, uh, the YouTube yeah. stuff we do, and <clears throat> Excuse me. And um I look forward to when we cover the Chippendale games because I also grew up with these. I'd go over to Trevor's house. That's who I do Retro Bliss with and as, as a kid. And good Lord, we played we played the heck out of that one Chippendale game he had for the Nintendo. Uh, it was incredible. It was a lot of fun. So I played the games. 
I watched the show like crazy. Uh, when I got a little older, I bought the DVDs. Uh, you know, I, I really love this show. And then it just kind of went away, right? And then I saw this trailer. I found out who was behind it. Uh, I'm a fan of the people who are behind it. I think they're quite funny. Uh, so I was like, well, this has a chance to be good. And then I saw the direction they were taking with it. And I was very intrigued by that. And, uh, I, you know, I'll get into it later, but, uh, very much, well, I was very, very super hyped for this. I watched it the day it came out. Yeah. I definitely was one of those. I was psyched for it. And then I was like, Oh no, are they going to just destroy this property? So I didn't watch any trailers or anything going into watching it. Yeah. And then I decided I was going to watch it and just to see what it was like. And I came into it with the grumpy old man, you know, <laughs> this was, it was better when I was younger type of mindset going into this. And I was presently surprised at what I, what I saw from right. it and what, it, and what they did. Yeah. Well, the the premise behind it really surprised me. Within the first five minutes, I was already like, no, this is going to be stupid. <laughs> but then I understood where they were going. Because like I said, I didn't watch the trailers. I just saw like the posts on Facebook and stuff yeah. like that. Andy Samberg and John Mulaney doing the voices. So I was like, I don't know how that's going to work either. But now I understand everything. Right. That yeah. I actually watched it. So... It, <sighs> It, I understand everything. So let's just kind of get into it. Um, it didn't turn out as a nostalgic grab as big as I thought I, it, it did in a way, but I like, I like what you said about the story where it's very much not a continuation of the TV show, but like what happened to Chippendale? Kind of like you said, yeah. it, just, it just went away. So what happened to them? It's got a very much, you'll remember these shows, the behind the music, the VH1 type of thing. Oh, uh, that, yeah, that's the feel that this kind of gave to me, which those were for, for the younger audience. Uh, VH1, uh, I don't even know if VH1's around anymore, uh, but, but they, uh, used to have a show that would go behind the music, which was they'd pick a band or whatever, and it'd kind of be like little mini documentaries about that band and be like, well, you know, uh, what they went through and, and all the drama involved with it and stuff. Very behind the scenes type thing. And that's what this really reminded me of was, was that type of deal. And I, I, I really dug it. Uh, I try to come in very positive about stuff, even if I'm cautious, uh, especially if it's a property that I loved as a kid. Uh, I mean, you know, I, Ninja Turtles was my all time favorite thing. And mostly I've been very lucky because most of it's been good, mm -hmm. but there's been some stuff that hurt my soul <laughs> for sure uh you know cough cough michael bay cough uh but uh you know uh, it's i try to come in positive and i was very very happy with this movie and most of the people that i've talked to about this that have seen it who also grew up with chippendale i uh, have also really liked it i've i've heard mostly positive stuff about this movie i like the just to get into it the the co-populated human and cart cartoon world yeah. that's where i started getting like mad because i would i thought it was almost a continuation of the cartoon so i was like no they the, the humans didn't know that they could talk like how are they gonna you know work in this world now but then i realized what it was like behind the music like you said yeah and it became uh like a roger rabbit I mean, Roger Rabbit's literally in it. Yes, yeah, Roger Rabbit's in it. A Roger Rabbit, but another movie that it kind of reminded me of the most recent is Adam Sandler movie, the That's My Boy. Yes, yeah. Where yep. 
they would go out and even in the world they would see uh you know forgotten people and everything actors and everything else like and then my boy you got vanilla ice and todd bridges and yeah those people and then here you're seeing cartoon characters that you haven't seen i love the fact that blaster from transformers is in the crowd for one of it <laughs> i think that just that sucked me in completely and i must have rewound it about like 10 times going oh my goodness that's blaster because blaster is one of my favorite autobots <laughs> but i i, I as I started watching it, I understood that aspect of like yeah. this co-populated world kind of continuing off of Roger Rabbit and what what happens to these cartoons and everything else. They, they, they're in our memories, but then they just kind of fade away from the limelight unless we're watching them on Disney Plus or you're watching them on like Tubi TV or something of that nature. Yeah, I thought this movie was if when I was describing this movie to people who asked me if it was good. I would the sentence I, I would like to say was if you're a fan of nineties and early two thousands animation in general, this is sort of a love letter to those. Yes. Uh, Cause it, all these characters and they're not all Disney property, by the way. I mean, you just said transformers, uh, you know, there's some, uh, there's a uh, Randy from South park shows up <laughs> in a scene, you know, uh, the, you just wouldn't believe all the characters they got to pop up in this. And it truly feels like a, you know, this is a big term right now, uh, in a lot of pop culture things, uh, but a real multiverse was kind of going on here. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to spoil it. I think the coolest part that they brought into this was the convention circuit. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Them going and cause <laughs> that's kind of the ultimate thing. I see all these like, comic cons and everything else and you're like oh my goodness that guy's gonna be there and he played this person yeah and he did this and you kind of got to nerd out on that and you see <laughs> all right so uh, when it comes to conventions especially those kinds i uh know a lot of behind the scenes stuff with those because as an artist i've set up at many of them uh from various sizes to small ones to big ones with big names at them and uh, <laughs> This was pretty accurate uh, from what I've seen. Uh, you know, a lot of people who I obviously marked out for because I grew up either they did a voice of a character I loved or whatever. Uh, but, you know, it's younger, younger people are coming to these things. And I would say the like I would just see them be underappreciated, you know, and it kind of broke my soul a couple times <laughs> uh, seeing these uh, lar- these people who are larger than life to me. Like just sitting there for, you know, like half an hour, nobody coming up to the table for whatever reason. Uh, you know, the one that really stands out to me is, um, I'm blanking on his name, but he did a voice of, he did a lot of voices for Adult Swim, right? Like he was Master Shake, uh, and he's done a couple other ones. Uh, but he was the one that really stood out to me one time because he had a corner, which is what you usually want at a convention, a corner booth. Uh, but like there's, he had, way more downtime than I thought he'd ever have. And it just broke my soul because this first couple seasons of Aqua Teen are freaking funny <laughs> and messed up. But I, I think my favorite convention person is ugly Sonic. The oh, fact, by far. The yeah. fact that they took the Sonic that everybody didn't want. And he's at the convention trying yeah. to sell it off that he's still some sort of celebrity and the way that he talks about it too that he's going to be on an fbi show and they're going to do just all that reality stuff it reminded me of like the steven seagal type show and yeah just that one guy that's like i played 
the second version of this person in the movie and you're like oh, okay well that that's cool i guess i replaced this person it would be like uh fresh prince of bel-air where you got the two aunt vivs yep it, it, you gotta you got i consider the first one the best and then the second i one. think most people would and that's no that's no uh you know not trying to belittle the second one yeah she had she had a very tough job coming in but you know just that first one's one if you watch this show from the beginning. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of great gags that they do with that convention setting. You know, one of my favorite jokes in this whole thing is Seth Rogen does a voice for one of the characters. And there's one scene where literally every character in an animated thing he's ever voiced kind of shows up on one screen <laughs> and they all talk and they, are, they all sound like him. <laughs> I, the other cool thing about this too is the premise where it's, I feel it's very, kid friendly but still with the adult theme and yeah. like with monterey jack and his cheese addiction because if you watch <laughs> the show yeah. you knew he was he had the cheese problem even in the video game when you find the piece of cheese monterey jack comes out he busts through the wall yeah he literally goes through a wall for that cheese yeah <laughs> and that was like the cool thing was like they need to go help monty with his cheese addiction because he's indebted to like the valley gang <laughs> yeah and that whole premise too about them being bootleg like getting kidnapped and to keep them quiet they don't tape their mouth they erase their mouth yeah. <laughs> or flounder yes yeah. <laughs> and i love the names too when they were talking about how they get made into bootleg movies yeah. like it's like little fish girl for the peter pan it's yeah. it's the bedroom boy it, that i think was they did a lot of great things on here where it was just it 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 hit like I said, like I can have my kids watch this without having to explain things. Yeah. But I can also sit there and enjoy it for what it is. And that yeah, I think I th it's definitely an all ages thing. I think any age could watch this and really enjoy it. But where it kind of stands out for me is uh since I grew up with this stuff, uh I'm catching a lot more like little jokes yes. and little things like that that uh maybe somebody else from a different generation may not catch and that just uh, made my goofy uh saturday morning or disney afternoon self quite happy watching this whole thing because it's just it brought back so many memories of you know of coming home after school and turn on the tv and watching these shows i like the joke like you said too about that dale does where he's like, I had the CGI surgery. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you would see that. And, and there's two different animations because he did the CGI surgery. And Yeah. There's a, lot, there's a lot of impressive stuff in this movie, you know, when it comes to that. Because Dell is CG now, but Chip has stayed 2D. And they actually have a lot of, they have some jokes with that. Uh, this, man, they, uh, <laughs> they did they did a really good job on this I, movie. I love the, uh, the cop. That's talking about why she gets talked down to. Yeah. Because she did a bad bust during this whole thing of they're looking for who the bootleg person is. They did a bad bust at Nickelodeon Studios because Pepper Pig went missing yeah. and they make fun of her and they're like, Oh, watch out for those rug rats and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I love, I loved that too. That they, like you said, they mentioned other things in there that. Yeah. I didn't think you could mention when it came to Disney. And I love the bad guy is a grown up Peter Pan. Yes, me too. Me too. I loved his little backstory of him explaining like when he's, when he's getting a little too old, and he's got that little paper thin mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it 
when they're chasing him through the convention, he picks up Cubby and he's like, Peter, you grew up. (laughs) (laughs) But like you said, it's a lot of nods to different, it's a lot of nods to different things. And it gives you a good like police detective story. I like the zipper and gadget hookup. Yeah. And they're yep. like, oh, he's got gadgets ears and zippers wing. <laughs> yeah, they, look, they were kind of creepy looking. <laughs> yeah. The kids that they had were very creepy looking. But I love that they brought back uh, her voice act- actor. It was the same one from his show. I love that. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was really cool. Uh, but yeah, this um, that's I think it's one of my uh, one of my little complaints, though, is that they weren't those two. Uh, only have a very small part in this mm-hmm. and it's rescue rangers you know i would hope i kind of want it to be the whole team most of the time because that's just what i you know it's what i grew up with but yeah. that's really it's this is really way more of a chippendale thing than anything else maybe there's gonna be a sequel i i would hope so i hope so i think they did such a good job on this i do want a sequel and i'm very excited whatever direction they take it yeah. um Maybe they'll bring uh, uh, what was Dale's show that he did? The Agent oh, Dale, Secret Agent Dale, Double Agent Dale, Double O Dale, Double O Dale. That's it. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> didn't he do that in a? I think he did it like in an episode too. When they were mentioning that, it kind of brought back some things. They had to have gotten it from somewhere, right? Yeah. And I was trying to remember that myself, and I couldn't remember if that was in an episode or not. But uh, I like I like that premise that Dale. The reason that the show ended was because Dale tried to uh, get on another show. <laughs> <laughs> starred him. Um, yeah. I liked everything about this. I even like how they explained their voices, you know, because when they fight and stuff, their voices get high-pitched and there they are again. Uh, but their normal talk is John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, which is how they normally sound. Loved it. <laughs> I love the crappy Mercedes that he still has. Yeah. <laughs> and the bumper just completely falls off. And the whole driving contraption that he's got going on there where it's just yeah. like super extended all the way up but he, he still has to reach all the way down to the ignition to get it going <laughs> and then the the other funny thing is they make fun of the early 2000s animation with the dead eyes mm-hmm. and there's that whole big thing with uh seth rogan doing like the uh viking dwarf yeah and he, he's supposed to be looking at him, but he's not. And they're like, can you look at us? He's like, I'm looking at you right now. They're like, yeah, I'm oh, looking look at you. you. <laughs> look like you're looking at the window. Or the, the town where it's like so nice as they go to the other side of the tracks to yeah. find Monty. And they're <laughs> people are passing by and they're like, oh, have a good day. And it's you know a cartoon character. And the one little girl walks by and he's like, Muppet fights. <laughs> she does Muppet fights. <laughs> and it got me really intrigued that if they do a sequel, can I please see Muppet fights? Oh, man. can I do see like animal in yeah. uh, put him put him in like a cage? Hulk, yeah, like a Hulk, Thor, Ragnarok thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the champion. <laughs> you just throw in like Doctor Teeth or any of those people, <laughs> the Swedish chef, and yeah. he just tears them apart. It's just not Fozzie. I want Fozzie to be okay. <laughs> Fozzie could be the announcer. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, want, I just want that as a show now. <laughs> just give me that show. <laughs> Muppet fights. Yeah, Muppet fights. <laughs> the world Muppet wrestling fight. I need, as, I need that as a show or like a video game. I need it as something. <laughs> Choose your fighter. <laughs> it's Gonzo and Fonzie on the uh, on the announcements there. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty great. Yeah, I I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. It was way better than... I thought it was going to be for sure, even though, I mean, I already thought 
that I was going to like it, but also, you know, in the back of my mind, I thought I'm going to have to really push to like it. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I thought going is I'm going to like this, but I'm going to have to really overlook a lot of stuff. Uh, but I was very pleasantly surprised that there wasn't very many things for me to overlook. Overall, I really enjoyed this. I like the direction they took with it, and I would welcome a sequel for sure. I would look forward to one if they did. Yeah, I love the... After I figured it all out, I just love this movie 100%. And I like the fact that they got... Or even the sergeant, the Gumby-ish character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a captain or whatever. The Gumby-ish character, the fight with that was great. Yeah. And how she threw a spear at him and all he did was like take apart. But I love it how they they really did mix it in. Oh, did you get the other Roger Rabbit reference? I forgot to mention that. Which one? Uh when they have when they captured Chip or no, they had yeah, they had Chip. Yeah, they had Chip, yeah. And uh, Peter Pan is like, this sounds so weird. Peter Pan is unrolling the tools to like alter him. There's a little bottle and it says dip on it. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. I was like, yes, that they even put that in there. Yeah. There's okay. a lot of little jokes like that. I really popped huge for the uh, Shrek shampoo bottles. <laughs> that made me laugh. Made him into toilets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it. There's a lot of little fun things in this movie. But um, I, yeah. I, I have I have absolutely no problem with this movie. Like normally I hate wacky nostalgic grabs. Yeah. Really don't have any problem and I don't think you could have really have found any two better people to voice Chippendale other than like their actual like what right. people feel their voice are and John Mulaney and Andy Samberg cuz Andy Samberg I thought played a pretty good Dale. I agree. Yeah. That's always a Dale guy. I mean, I like Chip too. Yeah, I, don't get me wrong, but I'm a Dale guy uh, through and through. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm a big, actually, I really John Mulaney's probably my favorite current standups. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was, I, I like that pairing, and the you know Sandberg and I'm liking the other two guys. The ones who did uh, Lonely Island were the ones who were behind this movie to start with. So uh, you know, I was all for it and very very happy with the outcome. And uh, the only thing is. I think there's a chance this movie gets overlooked with how fun it is because there's so much coming out this year. Yeah. I mean, even on just on Disney Plus itself, they got so much coming out. You know, uh, Obi-Wan's going on right now. Um, Miss Marvel's about to start. Uh, they've already had Moon Knight and Moon Knight was really good. And Obi-Wan's been fairly good. You know, and, uh, Stranger Things, I mean, is, is fantastic. So oh, I think it's going to get kind of lost in the, in the thing, but I hope uh, people. Who haven't watched it will listen to this and be like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Because uh, I think if you have just even an inkling of love for either Chippendale or just 90s and 2000s animation, uh, if you have any love for that, I think you will really get a kick out of this film. Yeah, it's definitely complete opposite of what I thought it was. It, you could say it does do the nostalgia grab, but it, it brings it into a different light with a different story. Yeah. It's more set in modern times than just, you know, Chip and Dale going out to rescue animals and everything else. And that's, and I didn't think 
you know, if you, <laughs> I didn't think I kind of like needed that, but I feel like this was the perfect movie and the perfect way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I definitely hope people go out there that have any love for Disney Afternoon, for Chip and Dale, uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Definitely, definitely go check this out. And I love yeah. the fact that they trash talk Elvin and the Chipmunks too in it as well. Yes, I love that as well. And also, one last positive for this movie. It's an hour and a half. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Okay. I I would I want to do so badly just do an episode on what happened to the hour and a half movies. <laughs> Sign me up. I've been complaining about that for a long time. Uh, and that's despite the fact that there's plenty of movies that I love that are over an hour and a half. Obviously, I love a lot of the Marvel movies. Uh, Lord of the Rings probably kind of started it. And those are some of my favorite films. But just every once in a while, just throw me a ball and give me a movie. It's an hour and a half. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Our attention spans have become shorter. We have cell phones now. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it's not even just that. Like, it's just, uh, you know, uh, I don't even go to the theater anymore, but I just remember going to the theater and being like, good God, this, even movies I like, like, I got to sit here for what time is it? You know, you're checking your watch and he's like, how long have I been in here? You'll get there during the day and you get out of watching one movie and it's like the pitch black night time. <laughs> Because you've been in there so long. <laughs> or the fact that your eyes have adjusted over yes. that period of time you open up yeah. the door and you're like, ah. The freaking The Batman, which I did enjoy, was three hours long. And I remember thinking, good God, three hours long. And I watched it and I was like, well, I do like this. But it definitely still felt, even if I, even movies I love, uh, my <laughs> they're going to feel long if they're three hours long. It's yeah. just, that's just how it is. And it felt long at times because it was three hours long. I definitely wanted, I definitely looked at that before I started this because I, <laughs> I was starting it and I was like, oh, am I going to have time to watch this? Am I going to pause? Yeah. Am I going to do anything? And it was, oh, it's an hour and a half. And before you, and it, and it flowed perfectly. I didn't feel like you needed to extend it or right. anything or any little extra stories behind anything. Everything was explained nicely. Hour and a half. We're done. We're wrapped up. And we get Dart working, Doc shouting at us at the end credits. Which I needed. I love yeah, it. I know you. I figured <laughs> the minute I saw that, I was like, Johnny is like, yes. Yep. Do this with Darkwing Duck right now. Yep. <laughs> yes. 100%. If the sequel is about Darkwing Duck and it takes the same spin, uh, uh, of course I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, you I, imagine I, all the fun you can have with Darkwing Duck in this setting, right? Yeah. You can really, I mean, uh, he's like Disney's take on Batman in the first place. And you can have so much fun with that, especially the convention scene. Good God. <laughs> I would love, like, even all of them, even like if they try to do this with a little bit of everyone, even like DuckTales, where like, yeah. what, what happened to Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Are they all grown up? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Uncle Scrooge still around? Is, is he still rich? Yeah. You know, get, is, is Gizmo he, Duck still a thing? Did he try to buy a Twitter? <laughs> there you go. Maybe that's like the thing. Like he didn't invest in certain things and he lost all of his money. <laughs> he, went, he went to digital currency. Yeah. <laughs> and all he has left is his number one dime. That's all he's got left now. You just see in his vault is just one just, big computer server. Yeah. <laughs> we just wrote this movie Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> this is the greatest movie I've ever heard of <laughs> it's just one big computer server 
<laughs> that could be the premise too is all of a sudden somebody breaks into something and they steal his fortune and he calls in Darkwing Duck to do it and he's like I don't do that anymore <laughs> I don't do it but then all of a sudden he comes back launch pads talking to him <laughs> and you could just make it into like a crazy comedic drama in a way oh yeah I yeah I love this I love this 100% <laughs> So we just, Disney Plus, if you use this, we need royalties sent to us. Yeah, yeah. just give us some royalties, uh, put our names on the credits somewhere, and we're happy. I Actually, you know what, just send me a guest for the podcast. Give me, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr. or somebody, and we're good. Just some, yeah, some small name like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> small name. Nobody big. Nobody big. Yeah. I'm sure he's not busy. No. <laughs> oh, man. But... Uh, Thank you for coming on and uh, talking about this amazing movie f- with me. Oh, of course, I enjoyed it. Yes. And if you want to spin your podcast wheel or spout them all, all right. here we all go. Right, here we go. Here we go. Panel discussion. Uh, that's where me and Matt and Will, we talk about uh, comic book related stuff, and we have a lot of fun doing it. And we, it's, uh, it's probably on this network of podcast, and I would dare say in podcasts in general, one of the wildest, craziest shows because we play characters and we goof off like crazy and we do a lot of improv. So uh, if you like that sort of thing and uh, give it, and you like comic books, give it a shot, please. I'm very proud of it. Uh, also, Retro Bliss is where I talk about old school video games with my buddy Trevor. A retro Pop is where me and Matt uh, take different subjects in pop culture and do an episode on it, kind of go into the history of it, that type of deal. Um, and then, of course, History Creeps, that's where me and Chris and Carter talk about the weird, strange things that have happened throughout history. And then, uh, you know, of course, last but not least is if you go on YouTube, uh, on both uh, my Retro Bliss and Andrew's uh, YouTube pages, you can find our show, uh, Did We Need This? And that's where we pick a video game that's based on a property and we kind of decide, hey, did we did we need this? Usually, the answer is no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've done two so far, and both times have been been no. But I guarantee you, we'll, uh, if we do Chippendale, the answer is going to be yes. I'm just going to spoil it right now. <laughs> yeah, if, that, if that's the case. I think most of the Disney Afternoon... Uh, yes, they're all good. That uh, Disney Afternoon collection that came out not too long ago, I, I have it on my Xbox, and I play it all the time. It's so good. <laughs> I don't. I can't think of a bad one. They're all good. They're all good. But remember to catch new episodes of Let's Talk But No Politics. Okay, every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And like Johnny said, go check out the Let's Talk But No Politics. Okay, YouTube page and also Facebook page as well for great content. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.